Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. It's Tuesday, I believe. Teams of the day will be laid out in front of us coming up here on this edition of Sabres Live. Those teams would be uh, Western Conference in origin, Calgary, Chicago, and Colorado, with the underlying theme being trades, Marty, between the Sabres and those respective franchises. I think, obviously, people will uh, very quickly recognize the, the biggest deals between all three. But as we start most shows here in the month of August and beyond until... They actually get on the ice for training camp. Um, There's not a lot going on around the league after the blustery weekend between the Penguins and other teams with the Carlson trade. But I I, I will say this. Alex Stalock is in the news. So I ask you this question. Does the signing of 36-year-old Masterton Trophy nominee Alex Stalock by the Ducks mean that John Gibson is finally being traded? No, it does not. <laughs> if, the, if the Anaheim Ducks are going to go with as Stalock as one of their options, um, it's probably more for depth and maybe even as a third goalie. But no, I look, I don't think there's a market for John Gibson. And we've talked about the goalies duffer all mm-hmm. summer long, you know, the market for Connor Hellebuck, the market for John Gibson. Um, I know there's people around the league, fan bases that are like, John Gibson's a great goalie. We should have him. It's going to make our team better. Nope. Don't buy that. I don't believe that. Uh, still four years at $6 million. Or just above that, so that's that's pretty uh, pretty big money for a goaltender that I don't think is uh, gonna have an impact anymore. And maybe it's just that the Anaheim Ducks are worried that John Gibson is still very fragile, still gets hurt, and they have uh, Dostal. Uh, I, I think I said it right, right? I, mm-hmm. I think for the first time in in a year, I've said his name right on the first try. So Dostal is there. He's a good young goaltender. Still, I'm just going to provide some depth. But no, um, let's not read into the uh, tea leaves too much here with this uh, third uh, goalie signing. What else am I supposed to do if not read tea leaves at this point in time? Uh, Dostal in his career or Stalock last year? Who's played more games? Uh, Stalock last year. Yes, 27, and yes. Uh, the lower number belongs to Dostal. Um, the good thing for Stalock is he's got himself 800000 regardless of whether he stays with Anaheim or plays down in Anaheim so or in uh, San Diego. So that's yes. pretty good. Pretty good for a guy who had an awfully, awfully, awfully long 
uh, health battle and just simply no quit, you know, in his desire to to make it back to the NHL. And uh, he was he was one of the brighter stories last year, just from a individual standpoint. And um, but yeah, the Ducks are the Ducks, and uh, and we'll see what happens there. Um, which is probably to say not much that it was merely a depth signing. Um, will there be or yeah, well, let me phrase it. Where will be the new home for Elias Lindholm? Ooh, uh, I think I, I think like everybody else, the jet stream takes everybody east, right? So I yes. think it's going to be east. Um, so that would be my guess. If uh, Lindholm uh, ends up somewhere, it's going to be east. It's kind of There's obvious, some, isn't it? Well, I mean, they could just make something happen be Boston, in the West. isn't it um it could very well be Boston but are they gonna it. they can't they they should use a center that could that could help uh with the loss of Bergeron and Krejci um but it depends what they want to do with Krejci and then they have to figure out if they can make the pieces work but I think well, what do you mean would... what are they Krejci's all but announced the retirement there's nine million reports every day from Europe that say he's, yeah, he's done. hours away from announcing and unless I missed it I don't know Maybe I'm imagining this, but that he's announcing he's coming back to Boston. No, that he's done. done I know that's done, what I was going to say. Done, done. That he's retired. He's he's done. He did his thing last year. Bergeron's gone crazy. He's like, I don't want to be the, the the guy in Boston. I don't want to play twenty be. minutes and be the number one guy. Not that he would be, but um, it it was definitely um a bit of a security blanket when you play behind Patrice Bergeron for all these years and you make a good career out of it. Um, maybe Boston is the uh, obvious choice. Um, maybe that's a team like Philadelphia that can see some value in, in an Elias Lindholm and, um, maybe jumpstart their, their rebuild as, uh, <laughs> as Mike Greer is trying to do the same in, in uh, San Jose with the Carlson I don't think those trade. two franchises are anywhere close. I think Philadelphia could legitimately make the playoffs if things fell in their favor. So if they stay healthy. And that is a big thing. And, and listen, John Tortorella is, is going to do the same thing he did last year. He's going to have, I don't love really their defense, well but. Whatever. I don't love their defense either, but I think that they play a team defense structure and it worked in the first month, month and a half of the season. Carter Hart had a good start and then it took a toll on the players and they got injuries. I I, I still don't think Philadelphia is a, is a threat in the Eastern Conference. Um, I think after a while, teams will figure them out. But they are making a, a push forward if they stay healthy. Well, you weren't on, on Friday and that's when Shana and I were talking about just how, you know, you can't ignore the return of two established veteran players in Couturier and Cam Atkinson. Like it's going to help their team. I don't care what anybody says. And yes. guess what? If we're talking about Lindholm to Boston, what if Philadelphia decides this is the last opportunity to cash in on Couturier? Can you imagine him replacing Bergeron in Boston? If he's fully healthy, that would be annoying. Wouldn't it? That would be very annoying, but I don't think that that's a potentially annoying anyway. Boston if he returns to take. full health, I mean, Sean Couturier is still a um, what is he making this year if healthy? He's a $7.75 million for another what eight years, seven years. He's in the year two of an eight year contract, so um, that's scary. If you know, well, here's the two sides to look at it Sean Couturier 
could play at a super high level where you're like $7 million is not a lot for the level that he plays at. Or he can be on and off, on again, off again, on again, injured. Or you would want him to be completely injured so that that number goes off long-term IR and you don't have to worry about it, but it's still costing you a lot of money. Well, the dollars, as real as they might be, wouldn't matter to Boston because they are flush with cash. and. Yeah, he's either going to be a top-performing Couturier or he's going to be on long-term IR. There's never any in-between anymore with these star players. Teams figure out a way. If that player can't be of max value, then they're just not going to play, and they get put on LTIR. I don't think you can argue that, can you? No, you can't argue that. That's what teams oh. do. That's what the Tampa Bay Lightning did. That's, so isn't, uh... it a worth, isn't it worth the risk? Because the cap hit and, and the cash don't matter to Boston. Like, if you... So how would they go about it? Because Couturier, quite frankly, is the best potential available fit to replace Patrice Bergeron yes. based on exact or very similar skill set, right? It would be, uh, but I I just don't see how the Boston Bruins make the money work. They're already close to the cap with about $500,000 uh, left to spend. How mm-hmm. do you make seven and point? Well, you trade one of your goalies, work? which is easy because there's a big market for both. You would be. I mean, okay, that's half your problem right there. The, and then you, you get rid of one defenseman. It would have to be Allmark, right? You'd have to trade Allmark. I don't know, at, but it's fascinating. Five million. Like, yeah. Okay. These, so these, let's do the these math. Are now, these are now multiple deals in play for Boston to retool Dude. on the fly and not skip a beat with the loss of Bergeron and Krejci. And you, you can't sit here and think they're not doing this. But the Boston Bruins of today are not going to be what they are on opening night this year. We can almost guarantee that, right? No, they're they're not. Like, the Boston Bruins are going to tweak and try to find value somewhere. Now, yeah. you are just like one of our uh, Twitter followers that uh, commented on the post yesterday. He said, well, now that the Carlson trade is done, and that was holding up a lot of other trades in the queue. And now, Duffer, you want all these trades to happen. And uh... you see fit, like with Couturier and, and others. And look, Boston would have to free up $8 million to make it's a Sean Couturier hard. trade happen. So you'd have to free up Linus Olmark at five and probably Brendan Carlo at four. Now he has a modified no trade clause. Don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, maybe it's Matt uh, Grizzlick at 3.6. Derek, foreboard. Give him away to somebody. He makes $3 million. Like these are easy solutions here, man. Come yeah, but on. you're not giving. Okay, you're getting Sean Couturier back. Like the Philadelphia Flyers are going to want really something that is going to make their, uh, you know, their mouth, their mouth water a little bit when you're going to make that deal. Are they, or do they They, want out from the contract? They already have like Carter Hart, Cal Peterson. They already have like big money goalies. They're not getting the goalies though. The, the, those goalies are going in other deals. Oh, okay. Need the goalies, or they could then move off of whatever. Like I love, I love a good three, four way uh, deal, and that, we've seen a lot more of that now because of the cap restraints. So, um, okay, well, let's play EA Sport NHL 2023, and let's put a bunch of deals into the the oven, and let's see what the computer says. If this is an acceptable deal, that should be like a segment, acceptable or no, according to EA Sport. And as we sit here discussing this and whether it's real or not, and I think it's closer to real than not, 
we have to be mindful of this being Sabres Live and how often, if at all, people might have been interested in bringing Sean Couturier to the Sabres. I don't see it. I don't it see it. I think the, it's... the timeline didn't fit, right? The timeline the age, didn't fit. The age and contract timeline doesn't mesh up with the rest of the group, right? No, because Sean Couturier is a 30-year-old player and mm-hmm. with seven years left on an eight-year deal. like the Or Sabres... the flip side is, okay, but if you really want to win now, like, wouldn't you want to guarantee having arguably, depending on how you position things, would Sean Couturier not be the best 3C in the league? If he's fully well, healthy, a seven point seven five million dollar three C. That's a good. Win a cup with it. I like. Okay, I, if he had a year or two left on his deal, I would say absolutely. Seven yeah. years left. That is too rich I, for my blood. That's what and I'm it, saying. That doesn't line up. But this this ties in with the same argument where people said, just get Hellebuck, give him yeah. the contract, keep him for a couple of years, and then move on. Well. Maybe you could do that with Couturier too. I mean, if he came in one right away, you have to allocate the money to all the players younger than him. And then clearly Couturier at 32 could still have value because we just saw Bergeron and all these other guys still have value at 36, 37, 38. Like nothing is out of the realm of possibility, right? I think maybe that's my problem with you is some days I sit here and I don't allow myself to just go in a million directions because I've tried to be too realistic about it, right? I well, live I, in real I live in reality and I also real I live in patience. And I understand like you, you at some point patience doesn't get you a cup. At some point patience doesn't get you uh you know a presence trophy or a Burton Stanley Cup finals. And we saw Vegas do that this year, right? Patience out the window. Let's win. Let's win now. They never uh, had patience. They never had patience. Ever. Uh you know, well, the same thing with Steve Eisenman and Julian Brisbois in, in, in Tampa. It didn't work the first year. They get law, they they get ousted in four by Columbus. They say, you know what? We need to change. We need to, to change our roster. We need to do it right now. But I think both of those teams were a lot closer than where their Sabres are at uh, from winning a cup. So let's get the Sabres to get closer to their ultimate goal and then throw away the, the, the patience. But right now I would say, Patience would be the the number one uh, virtue in this whole thing. So when does Sean Couturier's career start in Calgary? Because, <laughs> because wouldn't you want all way... three all three of your top centermen making huge dollars and over thirty? Uh, yeah, that would be or not centermen. Uh... Pardon, me, but your three marquee forwards. Pardon me, Huberdeau, Kadri. And uh, and well, if Brad Treliving was still there, I think that would be a really strong possibility because that's how he builds his teams. But I mm-hmm. don't see, uh, you know, Conroy there doing that. Um, I, I listen. It was tongue in cheek. Where's Kachuria going to be? Where does he start the year? Philly or somewhere Philly. else? Philly. Oh no, yeah. he's in Philly. Dan- Danny Briere, um, as as known Sean Couturier from the time he broke into the league, and you know, like as work with him, even the development role, as uh, he has a lot of time and a lot of hopes for Sean Couturier to be a top end player and make this this team better for many years uh, if healthy. Okay, so let's assume that to be true. It's logical. It's well thought out. There's a connection. Yeah. If Sean Couturier is returning, which he is, and Cam Atkinson is returning, <clears throat> and the Flyers have already made moves and have a bunch of middle 20 guys, middle 20-something guys in there, 
you can't tell me that you can't sit here and tell me the Flyers are rebuilding. The no. Flyers are trying to win now. They may not say it. They may have cleaned some of the whatever out of the house, but it's not like they're sitting there on on five 21 year olds helping them. Like they with wow. Couturier and Atkinson coming back, they're a reasonably mature team with some high end star power. Yeah, but the 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 core group of the Flyers right now uh, lies within Konechny at 26, Joel Furby at 23. 26 uh, is on the older side. 26 is on the side. older side. You're right. You have Owen Tippett at 24, hopefully having like continue to bounce back and push the thing forward. Morgan Frost is 24. Like that is what they're building. And up front, I do believe that with Katria and Atkinson up front, the Flyers are a good roster. They're not a bad roster team. On the back end, it is very, very tough. When you look at Sanheim and Ristolainen as your top two guys. But they, they love Sanheim. That's why they pay him as much. Yeah, but he was also in rumors of trades, and they were yeah. looking to potentially trade him. So I really but, feel that, you know, maybe they like Sanheim. They gave him the contract. Okay, you know, like he's a decent player, but I think he's a decent second pair guy. He's not a mm-hmm. decent number one defenseman. We know Ristolainen is not a top pair defenseman, despite the fact that it was written in, I believe it was the athletic about how Risto had a bounce back season and look, his numbers are way better. He's not a number one defenseman. It's mm-hmm. never going to be. So don't force it right now. The flyers are forcing Sanheim and Ristolainen to be their top pair. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but if you go down the list, don't you like, well, Philadelphia's still got a ways to go, obviously, to reshape the, the group. Cam York has always been, for the last four years, the future wild card in all of this. If Cam York lives up to the program status that he had at the development team and takes that step, then they'll, they'll be in a good place, right? But I, I'm just fascinated by how you can keep spinning. I don't mean you. I mean, we, in conversation, could keep spinning Philadelphia Like, are they now or are they the future? Because all of this can change real quick. If they trade Couturier and they trade Sanheim, like you said, was being mentioned, okay, then I will fully believe that they are going closer to the bottom and they are fully in on a rebuild. But if they hang hang on to those players, this is why we're when we were doing projections the other day of how tough is it going to be for Buffalo in the Eastern Conference and who's going to start stealing more points. The roster is presently constructed for Philadelphia with healthier players is going to eat up a few more points than what they did last. That's almost undeniable, barring catastrophic injuries once again. So I find them to be a fascinating player in all this because I think any time a team is at the bottom for a year or two or three, there's just this automatic assumption that there's a clean house and a rebuild. And it's understandable why people would think that about Philly because now they've got new management. Now they've got new presidency. They've clearly had some personal issues with players that they want to move it off from them and, and have a different look. But I don't know if that always means continuing to stay at the bottom for just a little bit longer. I don't I don't think that's their their mantra there in Philly. I, I don't think it is. But I, last year, the Flyers were 23rd in the league, gave up 276 goals against. Okay, that's 23rd in the league. Um I I don't and this was a with a coach that just harped on let's play defense let's lock it down. I don't think that their defense and their goaltending has gotten any better to say that they're going to 
stop more pucks, that they're going to give up less goals. If you give up 276, 275, 280, you're still in the bottom third of the league and goes against. Not going to do it. Um, right. And I, I I, almost like to think as I look at Philly and what they have in net, and I look at like what Buffalo has in net. And I like Buffalo better. And, and this people are going to say you're crazy. But Carter Hart, to me, is very, very um, – inconsistent in and what he gives you year to year last year started well faded away new system was better for him but faded away uh cal peterson you know like la sent him to the minors last year just did not have a game and they're paying you know those two goalies almost nine million dollars so mm -hmm. i take what buffalo has over what philly has and i think in the end that's uh because defensively the sabers are much better and they'll support their goalies a lot better so who's moving first, Lindholm or Couturier? I don't see them going anywhere. Lindholm has to. He's played the same card that every other person in Calgary has played. I'm not really interested in signing I'm the not extension. Resigning. But I think that they are not going to make the same mistake that they did with Matthew Kachuk and that they did with Johnny Goodrow. They're going to wait. They're going to like play the season. They're going to hope that maybe they can with a new coach and a mm -hmm. new GM that maybe he likes it, the team goes on the hot streak and then boom, he stays. If not, trade him at the deadline. What's going to be like, it's you're going to get the same return at the deadline as you would right now, late in the summer with the rosters all constructed the way they are. So I don't see them moving at all. I'm, I don't see many trades happening from now until the, uh, the start of training camp. I just don't see it. So, that kind of answers this question, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm trying to ask you questions in the way Shayna would ask questions. Oh, okay. Are the Jets going to jettison any more of their big names, or are they are what they are? They are what they are. The Jets tried, and there comes a point where you got to look back and say, it's not going to be any more than that. Like they why, why not move off of Hellebuck or Schmidt or Shifley? Or... Because there's not a market right now. There's not a market. Uh, create your own marketplace. Come on, Marty. Seriously. I, well, yeah, I mean, you, you want to make something. You, I, I feel like we're in the movie Apollo 13 when they're like, you need to make this square piece fit into this round piece using only these pieces. And there's 12, you know, space engineer that are like racking their brains for hours to make it work. Like this is how complicated it is right now. This is how complicated it is. Look at what. Eric Carlson, the number one guy on the market, what Eric Carlson's trade looked like yesterday. It's a full page in my notebook, Duffer, of names and picks and who goes where and who's retaining what on the salary. And it, it just it's it's the one that happened. I just don't think any other teams can get involved in, in Lindholm trade or Couturier trade. I just don't see it happening. Sadly, we're all well aware of your attention to detail with the Carlson trade because we were subjected to it in voice text by Siri in our group uh, chat. <laughs> and that needs to be penalized to the harshest extent because I don't ever want to hear Siri tell me about withholding compensation and future draft picks and all the rest of it ever again. So The best part would have been if I would have written it in broken Franklish and then <laughs> Siri would have struggled to understand what I'm seeing in the text. So, um, and, and the next time I send a long text and you're driving, so you press, you say, Siri, read text from Marty. And Siri goes on to, to read the text. 
I want you to be able to record that and play it on the air because I want to know what that sounds like. I just wanted to figure out that the show's called Sabres Live and not Sabres Live. I don't know why she changed her stance. It was perfectly <laughs> acceptable when we did the name change two years ago. She figured it out and now she's gone and changed it on me. And I don't like it when I get a group so text, when the group text from Sabres like Live. From Sabres Live. Yeah, yeah. I, I see how that would be uh, very, very disappointing. <laughs> We we live we live in the live, so yeah, that's how it works. We live the live. Oh my goodness! Okay, so you've now figured us out. We're twenty three minutes in, and there really wasn't a lead story today. But guess what? We are doing teams of the day. Yes, and we have three. If focusing on this alphabetically, because we did two Eastern Conference teams, Carolina and Columbus, yesterday, the three C's in the West all have a common denominator with Buffalo, Calgary, Chicago, and the Colorado Avalanche have been uh, partners, shall we say, with the Sabres in some of the more significant deals in Buffalo Sabres history. So we'll tease you right now. We'll get into it after the break. What would Buffalo have been without the Jerry Meehan deal with Chicago? to acquire Dominic Hasek. It's 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 the deal that changed the franchise. Amazing, it really right? really changed the franchise. I mean, look at how dominant of a figure Dominic Hasek was in the 90s and then taking this team through a change of color into a new building, into a conference finals, and then a Stanley Cup final, and, uh, you know, Hart trophies and Vesna trophies and Jennings trophies. I mean, it was the identity of the team and that, that literally that deal, which people still to this day are like, what was the deal again? Like it was Christian Rutu. No, Al. Yeah. I mean, the base level of, yeah. Yeah. Base level, the Sabres gave up Christian Rutu, but technically it was Rutu for Beauregard and then Beauregard went to Chicago for Dominic Kashek. So that with, was- With a fourth. Don't forget with the a fourth. fourth. Yeah. The fourth round pick really made that deal. I wonder if it was- No, it did. It was Eric Daze. You know what? Funny enough, my kid yesterday was like, hey, that turned out to be Eric Daze. But look, for Chicago, that was a great pick. But a fourth rounder, come on. Like that was a throwaway in the, in the deal. Eric Daze ended up, you know, uh, getting 38 goals one year and being the all-star MVP one year. And he played as a 19-year-old in the playoffs. <laughs> it was awesome. I played with him juniors. He was unbelievable. But, I mean, it's Christian Rutu for David Beauregard and then Beauregard to Chicago with a fourth. For Dominic and Beauregard. <laughs> Did I say David Beauregard? David, who's David? You know, David Beauregard is, the, oh, well, if you've watched the um, the uh, the Netflix show on the um, UHL team, the Danbury Thrashers, yeah, 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 he was yeah, the one-eyed yeah. guy. I, oh, played with, I, I played against him in juniors, too, when he okay. lost his eye. Yeah. I, that's David Beauregard. So Stefan Beauregard was the okay. goalie. David yeah. Beauregard was the one-eyed uh, goal scorer. Well, I have no way of telling you factually um, at this moment whether Dominic Hasek ever stared down Alexei Zhamnov in a penalty shot, but I can tell you that Marty Baron did, and we will relive that as part of Sabres oh, no. Hawks oh, no. history as we continue to live on Sabres Live on this Tuesday, August the 8th. And we are, of course, looking forward to the season beginning because we want you in the building, and that's not only on a game by game basis, like we want you there 
a quarter of the time, half the time, all the time. We have yeah. three different right now, 11 game plans. There's Saber quarter season plans, weekend plan, weekday plan, all-star plan. Enjoy significant savings from box office pricing and priority for playoff tickets. All you got to do is head to sabers.com slash tickets. Beran versus Jamnov, all part of our teams of the day. Next on Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.